0: Block Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Fearless Generations
0: with Terry Sayer and Kelly
2: Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations Twelve Steps to Freedom. I am Kelly Fox. And we are moving on up to step number six, present moment. It's pretty crazy that we are already halfway through the steps. Tonight is introduction night, which means anything goes. And we are going to get started right away. My first thing I always love to do is introduce my beautiful co host. How are you doing tonight, Terry?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you, Kelly.
2: I am so glad to hear that. We have a new guest coach on our show tonight. I'm excited to introduce her to all of you. So please welcome Jennifer Darling. Hello, Kelly. How are you doing tonight? We are doing good. Thank you. So Jennifer. It is so good to be with
0: you both tonight you.
2: We appreciate you being here. So please, introduce yourself to our audience. Give them an idea
0: of who it is you serve and what you do. Yeah. Okay, you got it. So I'm Jennifer Darling, and I actually come from a corporate background. I was in corporate sales and um, advertising sales for about um, 20 years, and there was always some, like, tug and pull at me to have my own business. And so I've been having my own business, running my own business, for about five years. And I work with uh, people and organizations who want to increase their sales and marketing results. And as a result of that, what was happening is I was meeting with people um, who I was providing them with a lot lot of strategies on what they could do to do that. But what was happening is there were a lot of blocks, um, and they were – it wasn't, they weren't stuck with the strategies. They were really stuck in their minds. And so mm. I decided to get trained as a professional coach so I can help them get past probably the 75% of what was holding them back in having success in sales and marketing. Yeah, I believe it. How awesome. Especially yeah, I think in
2: sales. That, yeah. I know it definitely is a mindset shift to go from uh, not doing sales to doing sales. So I can relate (laughs) with those types of fears for
0: sure. Yeah. So what I learned was that people, I could give them all of the plans in the world and all the strategies in the world, um, but selling particularly is just so challenging for many people, and they face a lot of fears. So we started to take a look at, you know, what what is it about selling? And what is it that we need to address to really help them? And I think people also have, like, an idea of what salespeople are and what they do, which is completely different than what salespeople really do and really are, which is provide solutions to people's problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love
2: that. So we'd like to start off the show by asking our guest coach what their definition is of the steps. And so mm-hmm. um, what does present moment
0: mean to you? Mhm. Such an awesome question. So present moment means to me is taking in all that is about where you currently are at. And sometimes to me, it's easier almost to describe what it is not than what it is. So it's like Mm -hmm. not living in the past, not living in whatever's happened to you in the past or situations or experiences, using those for your knowledge. And also not living Mm -hmm. in the future. Because for me it's much more so about looking so far down the road and planning so far down the road. And really when you do either of those things, you're not enjoying what's happening right this very moment, right today, right around you. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: So how do you support your clients if they're stuck in that type of situation where they're not living in the present moment? How do you support them in that uh, situation?
0: I've had to do a lot of work on myself for that. Mm -hmm. and. I just I was so I one of the tools I got trained in that I posted in your Facebook group was a tool called Points of You Y O U, and it is a tool that combines a picture with word, and through this process of looking at a photograph and a word, what happens is you tap into somebody's right brain and left brain, and in our culture, we're so used to using our left brain, the logical side, the one that deals with facts and figures and numbers and analyzes everything, and we're not tapping into our creative brain so much. So what happened was I got trained on these tools. I was really interested in them. And I started using them on myself to plan things. So, for example, one of my coaches came and said, I want you to take a look at where you want to be in five years. And I could not. I, I did everything. I meditated. I Prayed about it. I looked at every way I could about trying to figure out what I was going to do in five years, and I came up blank. So I got these phototherapy cards out, and I literally asked myself a set of questions and pulled, looked at a picture with a word and a picture with a word, and I literally in like 30 minutes planned out the next five years of something I couldn't do before. So wow. one of the things that happened. One of the things that happened out of that was amazing is that I kept getting this exact same picture. There are 65 cards in this deck. The odds of getting the same picture over and over and over are very slim. And I kept getting it. And the card was a picture of red, orange, and yellow leaves all across the ground, a tree trunk, and a bicycle leaning up against the tree. And on the bottom of the picture, it said, pause. Mm. Yeah. How's that for a present moment? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pause. And I'm like, pause. I have a lot of work to do. I can't pause. But it kept coming up and kept coming up. And I kept getting tired and more tired and burned out and no energy. And it was like, you know, a car running without fuel, running on fumes. That's what I was like. So what I, mm-hmm. what I learned from all that was if I get a pause and stay present in the moment, which I have to keep training myself to do, and I support my clients in doing the same thing, is that we refuel ourselves in that present moment. Yeah. And if we do Definitely. that, if we take the pause, it actually doesn't mean you're not doing anything. It's an active pause. Pausing is an action. And if we take that time and pause, we will refuel ourselves to be able to be, be better and do the things that it is that we want to do and make the difference in the world that we want to make. Yeah.
2: I love that. So how would you describe an
0: active pause? Mm, That's a great question. So an active pause to me is taking time to read a book. Sitting in your backyard, well, I'm in California, so I can sit in my backyard, but my family's in Michigan. (laughs) They can't do that right now. But wherever it is, I mean, it might be going outside and making a snow angel. But what it also means is turning off your phone for a little bit not answering to every emergency or urgency that comes up, and just giving yourself some time. And I know it sounds simple, but for somebody like me who is just going, 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 it is not simple. I even asked my friends in the mastermind group I was in a year ago, I know I need more self-care. I know I need this but what exactly does that mean? What does that look like? What are yeah. you doing for self-care? And they started to give me lists of things because I literally knew what it meant, but I didn't know how to put it into practice. Hmm, definitely. Yeah, I think people and it have was a, lot. a really uh-huh, – go ahead. I was just going to say, I think it's a lot um, – there are lots of things you can do. To live in the present mm-hmm. moment and to take a pause and to get self-care. I mean, I went for a walk mm-hmm. yesterday by myself without my dogs for 15 minutes, and I came back with my next keynote presentation for something I was working, some a uh, thing I was working on. And if I hadn't done that, I would have just kept myself in the busyness of my everyday life. Yeah, yeah. I think we can get really narrow-minded on
2: what hair uh, can look like or can be and we see it as you know getting your nails done or mm-hmm. getting a massage or something like that but but it can be as simple as just stopping and taking a deep breath it can mm-hmm. be as simple as coloring a picture Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be as uh, it can be so simple. It doesn't have to be something that you spend money on. It doesn't have to be something that you leave your house to do. It doesn't have to be um complicated. It can be really simple. And it could be washing the dishes. I mean something that you normally wouldn't want to do, right? Or at least I don't. But for but it can be a <laughs> of self care. You know, it's all about Mm -hmm. your mindset and how you're thinking about it. Like, I'm going to take 10 minutes right now to just not think of anything and color this picture. That's one of the things I do. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And just allow myself to not worry about the 15 things on my to-do list.
0: Yep. And Um, that is an
2: act of self-care.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah, it can so, also
2: be able to self-care to not put 15 things on my to-do list, but right <laughs> one step at well, a time. Mean, I mean,
0: yeah, exactly. And we all have things that we want to accomplish, but you'll accomplish those 15 things on your to-do list with more gas. Exactly. So one of the things through the points of view training that I learned was was so interesting that I kept getting this pause card because the first part in the whole uh, workshops that we teach is taking a pause. And it literally is at the beginning of each workshop, they start with roughly seven minutes of pause. And often what happens is the participants who have never done that before are not expecting to come in and take a pause. They're expecting to get to work. But when we mm-hmm. yeah. take the pause, we, are, we have an active time to get ourselves in the situation and in the moment and think about where we are at so that we can be more effective and absorb more into the workshop. So we, they listen. we listen to music in that seven minutes, but you're also checking in with yourself. How are you feeling? How are you doing today? What causes or concerns are coming up for you right now? So that's active, even though it looks like our body isn't physically moving, but we're being active. The other thing that's so amazing is that I have four dogs. I just love them dearly, and it can be easy for me to get up and get right to work on my computer. So easy. Spring out of bed in my Mm -hmm. office in probably less than 15 steps. What I decided to do that makes me so happy is in the morning, just take, I think, whatever time it is. I don't even time it anymore. As long as I, my Yorkie, will lay on his back and let me pet his chest and look at his cute little teeth and pet his toes and whatever, as long as he will do that, I'm going to lay there with him and have that time with him. That's self-care. Yeah, yeah I can
2: get right to work, too. And, or get right on my phone and then I get lost in the notifications mm-hmm. and the emails and the, uh, you know, catching up on this and that. And then I totally forget or, or I don't leave myself enough time to do the, the other things that I have set aside to do with my morning routine. And so mm-hmm. I need my phone with me, but I've been practicing not looking at it until I'm done with the other activities that I have um, that I have to do for my morning routine, so that I don't get lost in the notifications um, and i get I get my other things done first, so that's definitely something that um, that supports me too to to not do to not get on my phone first thing or get on my computer first thing they uh, fill my cup, right and
0: mm-hmm.
2: and it's learning those things that you can do throughout the day that also fill your cup because it's not like it's a one and done uh, it's a continual process, and so setting aside mm-hmm. time during your day to have the you know you know kind of uh, gas breaks, right. Mm-hmm. You got to pull mm-hmm. over every once in a while on the journey and, and fill back <laughs> up your tank or you're not going to get there, right? So, um, and I think that it's more likely going to happen if you have it scheduled and you know what you're going to do. So it's not like, oh, I have 15 minutes before my next Zoom. What, you know, um, what can mm-hmm. I squeeze in, you know, with this list of to-dos? It's like, okay, I'm going to take this 15 minutes or 10 minutes and do this active self-care, and then and then go to your next Zoom being filled up instead of, mm-hmm. you know, um, more drinks.
0: Yeah, totally. Now, I, I have to admit, I still look at my phone is the first thing I do when I get up in the morning. <laughs> I'm still working on that. But the thing is, I look at it for so long, and then as soon as my little guy starts rolling around, I put it down, and that draws my attention to him. And now yeah. I'm trying to do some other things in the morning, like um, morning notes. This is, comes from a book called The Artist's Way. Morning notes It's not a journal. It's just writing out three pages every morning of whatever's on your brain that came up overnight, just so you get it out of your system. Morning pages mm-hmm. so good. The other thing is, um, oh, I forgot what the other thing is. Oh, reading. <laughs> I was like, what was the other thing I do? Well, if I get off my phone long enough. No, I try to grab mm-hmm. a book and read actual physical book in my hands. I'm, I'm working mm-hmm. on four of them all at one time, so I just switch around. I am so much more productive. I can write better. I write more topics. I come up with better ideas. Um, I do free trainings and webinars to get people to get to know me. So then they might want to come and purchase one of my trainings. And before that, I have, a, I have a whole routine. I want to do some writing. I want to go for a quick, short walk. I listen to some music, all of those things to get my energy up so that when I go on my virtual stage, my virtual platform, that I have all the energy I can to give to that group of wonderful people who have given me that time in that moment. And I owe it to them Mm -hmm. for giving me that time and I owe it to myself to be the best version of i that I can be. Yeah. I
2: love that. Terry, we haven't heard much from you tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What are your thoughts on this?
1: Well, I, I have lots of thoughts on present moment and, um, as a recovering perfectionist, I've really learned to <laughs> tap into listening to my body and and staying in the present moment. And I think that that mm-hmm. has probably helped me more than than anything else in terms of, I've just been really interesting in listening to the things that you've been talking about. But it's helped me to, to stay connected and present. And I had to in my transformation and my journey from a school teacher to a, to a widow, to a um, coach, it's been, I think, really transformative for me to surrender my past and Mm -hmm. live in the present and not let the past pull me back into situations and experiences that would keep me from staying present or not projecting into the future. And uh, my mom mm-hmm. and I used to say, well, we're just worry warts, you know, and that's, that was a <laughs> saying that comes from the old days, um, you know, that we would worry consistently about what was going to happen in the future. So also surrendering the future and knowing that I only have control over what happens right now in this moment. And so mm-hmm. if I'm willing to live in this moment, to the full, as full as I can, recognizing if I'm not full and then taking the present moment to fill up, which is what I've, I've heard you both talking about is uh, filling your cup so that it can overflow. And in that overflow is where the abundance comes in and recognizing that by paying attention in the moment to my body, how I feel, what's my energy level. Uh, if I, if I'm feeling Weary or not in control that time to take a walk, uh one of my most proactive behaviors that keeps me in the present moment is going outside and I've heard you both talk about that um, taking my shoes off and even even inside, feeling the you know letting my feet feel the carpet and feel the difference between the carpet and the tile and and just and linoleum those are the three textures I have in my home. And walking outside into the cement, going walking into the grass, um, getting in getting into water, you know, just feeling those different textures and components of nature, or just textures in my home, bring me back to the present moment. So mm-hmm. I have proactive behaviors that I'll access that will bring me back to the present, so that I don't get stuck in the past. That's real easy to do when you've got a very long past, and you can look back (laughs) and you can see these things that have happened in the past and you start to bring them into the present moment to make decisions around and you can get stuck in things that, that didn't work or things that were frustrating or sad moments and you can bring that into your present moment and it really affects you and your capacity to move forward and to to reach your goals and and your dreams of that day or whatever your whatever your intentions are to accomplish that day whether it's a list whether it's a you know however you you've set out your day whether it's writing whether it's praying whether it's you know making a list or or just whatever it is um or you can get stuck in the hopes and the dreams of the future and the wishes and all these things that could happen and it keeps you. Then it keeps you from that present moment. So I think it's being intentional, paying uh, attention to uh, your feelings, your your thoughts, your words, your actions, and really being intentional mm-hmm. of staying in that present moment, so that you can maximize your your capacity to fulfill your your goals for that day. But however you keep track of them. Being filtering through through um, gratitude and intention, and staying in that. For me, it's it's really focusing on the the quality that I'm I'm working on in my life. You know, what I I look mm-hmm. at the qualities of, of Christ because he's my my mentor, he's my exemplar, and right now I'm working on the qualities of courage and honesty, and I start out that the day with those. Those are my, the qualities I'm working on, being honest with myself and being courageous and expressing my values. And then, so I pray in the morning and then at night I do an accounting of how I I was able to to do that. So that's in the present moment, that's what I'm working on. So it's just, for me, it's just really staying out of the past and not getting stuck in the future and staying Mm -hmm. present with my values and my intentions for the day and and moving forward in that way. And I, I some of the things you said, Jennifer, have have resonated with me and have made given me some some ways of of being even more present. So I appreciate that. And and I I just love finding out ways to be proactive and keep myself in the presence. But I love the idea of pausing. I think that I you know I may have have a different word for that, but I like that word and I'm going to grab a hold of it and
0: <laughs> I'm going
1: to use that and I'm going to take a pause and I'm going to say okay it's time for a pause and sometimes for <laughs> me that's taking a nap. It's about three o'clock mm-hmm. in the afternoon after I've worked all morning and I've been on ten Zoom calls and I <laughs> and I want to pause. It's like I'm going to go take a nap and I don't feel like that you know that I, I don't feel guilty mm-hmm. about that. It's about a twenty minute nap just closing my eyes whether I sleep or not I I just pause and I let Mm -hmm. that you know let that spirit resonate in me and and go back to what are what's my intention today am I being honest in my use of time am I being honest with my self-care you know is honesty keeping me in the present moment and am I being courageous to you know and I think taking a pause is courageous and mm-hmm. I love well, that, you know, so, thank you. It's great thank you before for sharing you that. get
0: on a Zoom call. Uh, before you mm-hmm. get on a Zoom call, take a seven-minute pause. Like, yeah. You know that Zoom yeah. call is going to start at noon? It. At 11.53, mm-hmm. take a seven-minute pause and listen to music. It's amazing mm-hmm. what that will do for you when you get on at noon.
1: Yeah. It's so yeah. good. No, I love it. I love it. Thank you for sharing and, that because I and, really think that's going to help. Sorry, I think I got a little
0: delayed, Terry. I'm sorry. Oh, You know, I, <laughs> as you were speaking, one of the things that you made me think about is, first, I'm a work in progress. Like, a lot of this is new to me.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: I can remember, really, I mean, even up until recently, up until COVID, going through life almost with the absence of a body, I'm so, mm-hmm. in mind, mm-hmm. so in my mind,
1: so in my thinking,
0: so in my brain, that I'm not really, like, I, it's like I don't even need the body because I'm doing all this work mm-hmm. in my mind and brain. And that's mm-hmm. a really big, uh, that was a really big aha for me. And I needed to observe it. Like, I wasn't even aware of it until somebody else, a coach, brought gave me the op- the opportunity to observe that. And now that I'm observing it, now I want to go for a short walk. Now I want to do some things like you were talking about of feeling the ground and the different textures. I would have never even mm-hmm. thought of that ever before or like yeah. looking out and seeing the birds swimming in the bird bath and what color are they? I mean, just the details like mm-hmm. that that I would just mm-hmm. never would have even done because I was just in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. I love how you yeah, guys are bringing up our senses. I think that um,
2: yeah. anytime we can really focus on our senses, we can
1: um, that it brings us present. And I love the fact um, that that you know we're all at a different spot. You know, we're. I mean, <laughs> we're. I don't. I I I I do I do know that I've seen you, Jennifer, because I've done some of your workshops, and you're. I know you're you're years younger than me, and I do, I think you might be a little bit younger than Kelly. I'm not sure, but we're you know we're at these different stages of our life and it doesn't matter what age we are or what our experiences are we're all have that opportunity to be present and i think by being observant and attentive and that's what really can keep us in the present and and i was always in my head my whole life up until in my 60s i lived in my brain and mm. when i started to to integrate my heart into my brain and actually feel things and be willing to feel mm. and 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 feel that feelings are just feelings they're not good or bad they're just feelings and letting myself honor those feelings and let them you know go through my body and uh that opened I mean, that just opened so much to me and allowed me to be vulnerable and to be in the present. So I I get what, I really get what you're saying. You know, it's, it's that integration of the head and heart that brings mm. us to the present. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't want to cut you ladies off, but we have less than a minute
1: left. <laughs> oh, boy, the time flies, doesn't it?
2: <laughs> it does. So, Jennifer, thank you so much for being on the show with us. And if you have anything that you'd like to offer our listeners, I encourage you to put it in our our Facebook group and on our Facebook page so that they can see that. I'd love for them to uh, take take up, uh, take you up on some opportunity to get to know you better and see the
0: awesomeness that you offer. Thank you. I will do that. And make sure that you check out, everyone, the – the in, a, what do you call it? Engaging um, digital points of view posts that I put in there, so you can get in and play with the tools. It's free.
2: That's awesome. I'm definitely going to check it out. So we are so grateful for all of you to keep coming back each week and learn more about these 12 steps to freedom. We want to remind you that these 12 steps were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And if you'd like to know more about the Fearless fearless Living, please go to fearlessliving.org. If you want to know more about Terry and I, please go to fearlessgenerations.org, or you can obviously find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. We thank you so much for being here tonight. And until next week, everyone, be fearless. Be fearless. Thank you, Jennifer.
0: Thank you.